This election is a choice. This election will determine whether we can come together. This election is absolutely crucial. What's really important, of course, is 12 us in a giant straight-through rifle. Please explain. You're listening to the 4ZZZ Breaks the Election podcast. Hello, election watchers. Welcome to the 4ZZZ Breaks the Election podcast, where our newsroom breaks down what's happening in the election for May 17, 2022, just four campaigning a days away until the federal election. My name is Alexis Pink. I'm the news coordinator at 4ZZZ. Joining us is the 4ZZZ newsroom. My name's Sam. I host uh, Tuesday Brisbane Line, and I'm also the Z-Lines editor. I'm Ivana, and I am a Z-Lines reporter. And on today's podcast, Penny Wong tours the marginals in inner-city Brisbane, Karen Andrews gets derailed on public transport, and Labor gets into the arts end of the election. Ivana, take us away with what Penny Wong's tour looks like. So, Labor Senator Penny Wong has been deployed to, quote, winnable Liberal-held seats to campaign for the Labor Party ahead of Saturday's federal election. These are the Queensland seats of Brisbane and Ryan, Benelong in Sydney and Higgins in Victoria. To many, this seems like a desperate attempt from Labor to hold onto the margins they have as they focus more time, effort and money on seats such as Griffith in their attempt to get a majority. Polling in Brisbane and Ryan suggests that it is a three-way race between the LNP, ALP and Greens. Okay, so what is the main emphasis here? Why is Penny Wong focusing on these two seats, which are both Liberal-held for this election? I think due to the Prime Minister's kind of poor standing in this election and the fact that there are no teal candidates that people can back I think it makes it more of a seat that Labor want to try and get yeah I've been interviewing um, the Greens candidates from around Brisbane and they there seems to be a real feeling that these seats are a three-way race there is no there's no two-way race between Liberal and Labor the Greens have a, a real opportunity to to make up some ground here uh, and there's a real possibility that they could win these seats and Labor putting this extra emphasis in is just trying to shore up those undecided voters who, you know, may not have fully made a commitment to any of the parties yet uh, and want to see a really strong speaker like Penny Wong. We've seen her perform really well through this campaign uh, to uh, really emphasise some of those key policies that Labor has announced over the last six weeks. On the topic of Teal Independence, they're not running in either Brisbane or Ryan, as you mentioned. Does that make these seats a lot more appealing to Labor and Greens as potential pickups? A hundred percent. I think the appeal of the Teal Independence, especially in New South Wales, is that it's an alternative from the Liberal Party that isn't Labor as well. Um, there's this such this, especially on this campaign, demonising of the Labor Party uh, that I think can't really be said here in Queensland. We have a Labor state government and uh, we can definitely see that uh, Labor is a a really viable alternative um, and the Greens as well are such a viable alternative to the Liberal Party as as compared to other states. Do you think she's got any policy tricks up her sleeve she comes through? I have a sneaking suspicion there might be some infrastructure announcements, but other than that, I don't think there'll be any major policy announcements over the next few days. Okay, let's move on to our next story. Sam, tell us about Karen Andrews and the light rail project on the Gold Coast. So, Home Affairs Minister Karen Andrews is seeking to block federal funding for the fourth stage of the Gold Coast light rail project, an expansion that would run right past one of her investment properties down there. 
Andrews last week wrote an open letter to the residents of Palm Beach saying that she had requested opposition from the Federal Minister for Urban Infrastructure, Paul Fletcher, on the proposed expansion for the railway line from Burley Heads to Coolangatta. The move angered Gold Coast Mayor Tom Tate, who said, quote, I've never been this disappointed in the political arena. So Tom Tate himself is quite an um, interesting character as far as, you know, politics is concerned. Mm. The idea that he could be turned off by the politics of something is quite interesting. So the State Transport Minister uh, Mark Bailey said, quote, if Miss Andrews chooses any of the three routes through Palm Beach, then hundreds of homes would have to be resumed. And those residents deserve to know if she wants to take their homes now, not after the election. It's quite a pointed statement from the, effectively, the minister who is controlling this project. Yeah, and like the the Gold Coast Council's and the state government's preferred route is along the highway because those three options through Palm Beach would require property acquisitions to widen those residential streets. So the best option is along the highway, which is where um, Karen Andrews' investment unit is. So we should say something about federal parliamentarians and their interests in residential properties. Mm. So that property is registered on Karen Andrews' interest register. Is it just enough for politicians to declare their interests on that register and not mention them when they're talking about projects that might affect their investments? I definitely think that we should have even more transparency when it comes to this. Um, politicians, regardless of whether people think it's right that politicians have investment properties or not, should be calling out a conflict of interest when they state their position on a policy. Uh, it really then allows people to make a really informed decision on you know, the policy that they're for or against. Interesting times to come on that project, I'm sure. So let's move on to our last story for the day. Arts announcements from Labor. Ivana, what is happening? Labor has announced their commitment to an arts policy, including a significant COVID-19 recovery package for arts organisations, a first for the major parties for this election. They have pledged more transparent funding to arts and cultural institutions, an examination of a national insurance scheme to protect the live performance sector from further shutdowns, and a plan to boost Australian content on multinational streamers. However, this has come almost last minute for the campaign, and many from the arts sector have questioned why they have been left behind. The arts struggled significantly through COVID, with no alternatives offered from the sitting federal government. The Greens was the only party to have an arts policy before today. So that is very interesting. A last-minute ditch for arts votes for the Labor Party. What's the most interesting parts when it comes to what Labor has planned? I think it's really interesting that they acknowledge that COVID-19 is still something that is happening. We're seeing... Uh, performances uh, get cancelled, especially when, with the comedy festivals running at the moment around the major cities. There are, you know, performers who are testing positive for COVID and having to cancel shows, which means that they're losing income and revenue from these performances. And because they often operate as independent contractors or casual workers, they don't get the same support that they do from, you know, JobKeeper or JobSeeker or even uh, the federal assistance for people whose uh, livelihoods have been impacted by COVID-19. Uh, and so it's become really quite complex. Uh, and it's really interesting because we ran a Brisbane Line story just today um, with a little bit more context from the arts sector here in Queensland about what they wanted to see from a federal budget. So definitely go check that out at 4 zorgau forward slash news.
Okay, so there's a lot of mentions in here about modern technology, and streaming is one of those big things that is mentioned. Ivana, you're you're one of our young people on this team <laughs> at the moment. Um, do you think a focus on things like streaming content and video content on online platforms is going to have an impact on the way that you um, pick up the arts? Um, I think, yeah, if the federal government was funding more content creation um, to be put on, yeah, streaming websites, I think that would bring in a lot of revenue. Last thing we should mention, Labor was very pointed about the current government's approach to funding, which is more about the minister's taste than it is about making sure the arts is funded. Mm. Um, Labor have got a big plan on changing that. Is this something that gets brought up in arts circles a lot? Are they very vocal about the way that arts are funded under the current government? So um, while working on this story and the Brisbane Line story, um, the newsroom really found that people in the arts sector found it uh, were really skittish about talking about it because they are funded by the federal government. And there was this real fear that we could see that if they spoke up about what they wanted to see change and uh, then all of a sudden they get their arts funding dropped, there's a real impact for them. And it's a real disadvantage to that funding. I think... Uh, from from what we could observe, uh, people in the arts sector would more appreciate an impartial funding round so they can start to speak up about what they want to see change and make it more uh, input-driven rather than... Uh, more input-driven from external and expert factors rather than based on the opinions of the minister. Interesting times to come, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, that's all the time we've got for today. Thank you for listening to the 4ZZZ Breaks the Election podcast. For more news, head to 4ZZZ.org.au forward slash news or listen to 4ZZZ on 102.1 FM on DAB Plus Digital Radio via the 4ZZZ website and on your favourite podcasting app. If you have a tip-off or feedback about the show, please email us, newsroom at 4ZZZ.org.au and if you'd like to support this project and all of the other projects on 4ZZZ, you can head to 4ZZZ.org.au forward slash support to subscribe or donate today. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow.